Back in 2013, a Texas convenience store clerk was taking a customer's Lone Star card, Texas's card version of food stamps, when he realized that the presumably needy customer's card balance exceeded $7,000. That's a hell of a lot of big gulps, huh? And it's a great deal more than what most of us lowly taxpayers make in several months at our full-time jobs. This wasn't the first time the clerk had noticed large balances. In fact, he had seen people with similar card balances walk into his store time and time again. Fed up with what he considered to be genuine fraud of the system, he reported the incident to his local authorities only to be told by those in charge that there was nothing he could do about it. It wasn't until a local news affiliate actually covered the story that local politicians miraculously started to pay attention. After expressing their shock and dismay that this type of fraud happens in our perfect utopian society, we rolled our eyes too, they promised the great taxpayers of Texas that they would pass legislation that would cap the balance of welfare recipient accounts, and they promised the accounts would be regularly audited. Because promises of legislation solve everything. And we're sure Texas taxpayers felt much better knowing some guy in a suit somewhere was working on it. On a side note, in that one Texas county alone, there are more than 238,000 people on SNAP, which costs taxpayers more than $28 million per month. So we can see why that clerk was a little peeved when he kept seeing all of those down-and-out folks driving up to his convenience store in their Mac Daddy Mercedes with surplus amounts on their taxpayer-funded credit cards while the rest of us were toiling away at our jobs, you know, funding their lifestyles while trying to make ends meet for our families. There's a problem in this country with entitlement. It's out of control. It's an ugly, crippling disease that is eating away at the great work ethic America has always been known for. The takers are well on their way to officially outnumbering the makers. And honestly, who can blame people for their dependency on government when liberals spend so much time creating policies and programs that encourage that very dependency? There is a time and a place for welfare. We believe in safety nets. We believe in helping people. We believe that the weakest amongst us and the people who are down on their luck should get assistance. But a safety net is just that, a net. It's a temporary holding place, not a place to live forever. Our government is pouring so much money into entitlements that this net has turned into a hammock. In fact, a Cato Institute report from 2013 concluded that welfare pays more than minimum wage work in 35 states, making it to people's benefit to live off entitlements instead of working. People have forgotten that they should work to earn their livings, and instead they simply accept the handouts. Meanwhile, policymaking liberals don't care that they're bankrupting the country because they are too ignorant to realize that money for entitlement programs doesn't simply materialize out of thin air. They're convinced that if those mean, greedy, rich people would just pay their fair share, then everyone would live happily ever after. How many times was the phrase fair share drilled into the American psyche during the last two election cycles? Liberals love to paint conservatives as big old selfish meanies, and they'll keep right on doing that until they run out of those big old selfish meanies money. And that won't help anyone. The reality, though, is that conservatives are demonstrably more compassionate and charitable than we're ever given credit for. And we are right to believe that it takes actual effort to achieve the American dream. It's right that we are reluctant to provide something for nothing to parasitic leeches. We conservatives are right to expect that able-bodied people have skin in the game when it comes to lifting themselves out of poverty, and we're typically the first in line to offer a hand up to folks who genuinely need help. In fact, as Arthur Brooks's book, Who Really Cares? The Surprising Truth About Compassionate Conservatism points out, people who oppose the redistribution of wealth as a way to combat income equality, i.e. conservatives, give over 10 times more to charity than those who strongly support government programs, i.e. liberals. Conservative heads of household, it turns out, additionally give 30% more money to charity than their liberal counterparts, even though for the year studied, liberal-headed households earn 6% more per year. 
And even Nicholas Kristof, a giant in liberal circles, wrote an op-ed in the New York Times shamelessly berating fellow liberals to give more, citing Brooks's book but also other independent studies proving the same thing, that conservatives are far more giving to those in need than liberals. Come on, liberals, he pleaded. Redeem yourselves and put your wallets where your hearts are. We don't need government to force us to be charitable. We need government to get the hell out of our way so we can more freely help those in need. For all of the help that government has sought to provide the needy, they sure haven't moved the needle much. Prosperity in the United States is on the decline no matter how much money is thrown into entitlements. The government's answer to everything is to throw money at it despite mounds and mounds of evidence that doing so doesn't work. Unfortunately, the money being poured into entitlements has been successful at one thing, creating a shift in Americans' attitudes about work and rewards. According